You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Messer and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. It is time for the Bond Report, brought to you by Kroll Bond Rating Agency, insightful credit analysis that drives the market. To learn more about their European expansion and to access their free ratings and research, visit kbra.com. For more information, Kathleen Hayes here with us, Global Economics and Policy Editor at Bloomberg News in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Let's start with the bond market, Kathleen. Well, Carol, you know, it has been in the last 24 hours a story of a a U.S. Treasury market that sold off a bit. In fact, overnight, the benchmark 10-year yield tested 2.40 as the the market sold off bonds a bit, pushing the yield higher. Currently, there's been a bit of a rally. The benchmark 10-year is now trading at 2.36. Seven five. It's up one sixteenth. Thirty are up uh, just over an eighth of a point at two point eight eight eight. And the other thing that happened overnight was that the dollar yen dollar hit a high of one fourteen and change. Uh, it's interesting. I think right now the market is is treating looking at these technical levels because this two point four zero level um, has held. Uh, since the start of October. It's been tested a number of times since July. The last time it actually broke was May 11th, but then people bought bonds again. So they need people need something more definite than a, a story like this. Trump says he is, quote, very, very close to naming new Fed chair. Okay, Columbus, I had no idea that, <laughs> that this was what was going on this week. And, you know, no big economic reports today. Again, I think that also, you know, the aftermath of uh, pre- uh, pre- Prime Minister Abe winning such a decisive victory for the LDP, Liberal Democratic Party, mm-hmm. in an election. Everybody says this cements everything he's doing. Abenomics, super low, super stimulus, super low policy, even negative rates, buy lots of bonds, keep stimulus in the global system, even as the Federal Reserve still looks like it's headed possibly toward another rate hike in December, and as the ECB gets ready to meet this week and look at tapering things a bit. So, uh, again, I don't. Th- it's not a. It's on an active day. Uh, people watching the dollar, people watching stocks and and bonds. Again, having staying in a range, but testing the upper level in terms of yield, lower level in terms of price. So when, when you're looking at the Bloomer Terminal, what, what is it that you're looking at to sort of show that support? What's the best? Show, show me your show me your terminal mastery here. Oh, well, what, I, I always What just, should I be looking at to see that support level you're talking well, about? Well, I always just Treasury. start with BTMM, you know, which is the, the Bloomberg Treasury money market page. It's got everything you need to look at. Uh, if you want to look at world bonds, of course, it's just WB. Um, and, I, and I also just look at some of our terrific reporting. I mean, our- Well, our, I guess I wonder if there's a chart, though, that shows you that support that level that you're talking about, because it is, it is a dramatic thing to see, but I'm not sure if I'm looking at the best way. Well, I think if you looked at um, IEF, uh, space US, that's one ticker that works for you. TLT Space US, that's another one that you can see some things that would show you um, show you how that looks. I think also, though, if you just watch the bond market, it gets real, these levels get so, especially right now, Corey, because this is such a range trading market. Uh, stocks have been going to the moon, right? And bonds have been in a range. And I think with another interesting story, though, I have to point out is um, the one that are, uh, was written about right. um, people going into bond funds yeah, right before the budget deficit gets bigger, right, Carol? Right yeah. before the, the Fed is going to be buying fewer bonds. So it, it's interesting. And, and one of the conclusions is maybe it's a hedge 
against stocks going up so much, right? right. So, um, and again, buying bond funds, if you're in a balanced fund, if your stocks go up, you got to sell some and buy some bonds. At any rate, it's it, that I think the market is, is really hemmed in right now. All right. So let's uh, also bring in our Carver Kadana, our chief U.S. economist with Bloomberg Intelligence. I want to go back to um, Fed talk because President Trump saying where he's very, very close. Is it when he's very, very, very close that we'll I, actually get I think we added an extra very into the uh, <laughs> characterization. Uh, my, my assessment, and, and I think this is a pretty common theme in the market, that uh, November 3rd, uh, he leaves for his tour of Asia, so it'll be more difficult to manage the communications uh, from uh, halfway around the globe. Uh, so I think that uh, we will probably get that answer uh, before November 3rd. And wait, 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 wait. it seems okay. like it's narrowed what? down to three candidates. So does he do it right before he leaves? Does he want some time to play? I don't think this? he says it as the uh, door to uh, Air Force <laughs> One uh, closes. I think he uh, you know, keeps some time to uh, uh, spin the message, get a photo op with the uh, uh, the next Fed chair and uh, and go from there. And I'd like to hop in here because I... A big wave at the top of the stairs. A well, big exactly. Wave I think... Look, it's th- Greenspan. This is... Exactly. No, he could. How about a Rose Garden ceremony and they say he says the name and somebody comes walking out? I don't know. But this is arguably the most important appointment... Donald Trump will make as president. The only thing that comes close is a Supreme I Court think nominee. June and I Grasso think June is going to argue with you and I say the Supreme Court matters more. Donald Trump knows this, and I think he's obviously put a lot of time and energy into talking to people and talking and he, to Janet Yellen again. And, well, yeah. So he, so he definitely is taking this seriously, and I think he's definitely going to ha- make it turn it into a big announcement. But you're right; he already said he's going to make the decision by November 3rd before he leaves for Asia. Exactly. So uh, you know, but I, I do share your sentiment. I joke with invoking June Grasso uh, in the uh, Supreme Court pick, but uh, uh, the Fed chair has a tremendous control. If you have your hand on the interest rate throttle, then uh, you will really dictate the success or failure of a presidency. Uh, and you know, having that hand on the interest rate throttle, I just want to bring in one more point from uh, Chair Yellen's speech last Friday night. Uh, Carol, you maybe were already uh, getting ready for the weekend. I was eating pizza in front of Eating it. pizza. Yep. Uh, and uh, Chair Yellen was talking about uh, the potential need to revisit quantitative easing. So if you're President Trump and you're thinking maybe we're in a low interest rate world and we'll need a little more help in the next downturn and interest rate cuts won't quite be enough, that means you're probably leaning towards a Jay Powell or a Janet Yellen, not the guy who doesn't like QE, uh, which is John Taylor. It doesn't seem like the choices in front of him give him everything he wants, right? He's, he's either going to have to accept someone who wants higher interest rates, which won't be positive to the equities markets, which he certainly doesn't or want to real estate the people. Or, or he's got, uh, you know, the, this, uh, someone who's going to have a different you know, stance on sort of banking regulation than, than he wants in Yellen. Right. So the middle ground is Jay Powell. Well, you know, you guys, I think that um, it's, I think, and and Trump may have uh, a broader idea of this. And again, I just think we should, I think, I was speaking to a former Fed official yesterday evening first at length. He thinks that uh, we've oversimplified John Taylor. Uh, Media wants to make everything simple and clear, but we have uh, neglected to realize this is a framework for looking at a monetary policy decision. I'll let Carl chime in here, too. I agree with you, but he has been a vocal critic of QE. And so if we look back over the last eight years and say, where would we be if we had not embarked on quantitative easing? it very well may have been a double-dip recession, and the unemployment rate would be meaningfully higher than it is right People now. People evolve, though, when the toolbox gets empty. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, I like that. The institution may shape the man if it's John <laughs> I, I think we could quote Carol Messer on that. I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Kathleen Hayes, Global Economics and Policy Editor here at Bloomberg News, along with our Carl Rickadon, our Chief U.S. Economist at Bloomberg Intelligence, both of them in our Bloomberg 1130 studio.